And this is the example I got about, about, yes, sir. He says, says this, and yeah. Remember I just said, God is not the tempter. I said that. James chapter one, verse 12. God is not the tempter. So when you're being tested, tested, tried, and going through tribulations, God is not the one behind it. God does not use sickness and disease, poverty and lack, destruction of families, destructions of nations to try to teach you something. That is a, a religious spirit. God does not do that. Well, he did it in the Old Testament with the children of Israel. No, he didn't. He, when he says, I took them through the wilderness to prove them, it was not about trying to test them and tempt them. It was about, hey, I'm going to take you because you're not prepared to, to step into what it is. I call, you're not ready to go into the promised land yet. Why? Because they still had a slave mentality. He said, for you all, he says, there's many people in the body of Christ and even in locally, he says, I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why you have not stepped into everything I called you to do yet, he says, because mentally you are not prepared for it. Your heart's not ready because the people who are going to come are not going to look, they're not going to be churchy. So guess what's going to happen? They're not going to talk like you. They're not going to look like you. They may not even smell like you. And if you, mm, mm, you would have think the sister would have known to wear her dress further down. And you think she, she'd have known not to wear them bright colors. You would think she'd have known not to wear them skin. You would think he'd have known not to wear all that cologne that's so strong. You got to wear a gas mask around. You would think he know not to walk in the church custody. And you think he, they don't know that. Because they're coming from the world. Just like when you didn't know it. When you came into the church. But if you have that, I'm holy attitude, you are not ready to receive God's people. How do you know that the temptation doesn't come from God? Well, don't take my word for it. Take what the word of God says. James chapter one says this, blessed, happy, and to be envious, the man who is patient under trials and stands up against temptation. For when he has stood the test and has been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no man one say when he is tempted, I am tempted from God. Why? For God is incapable of being tempted by what is evil, and he himself tempts no one. How do I how can I say God doesn't is not behind the temptation? How can I say that God is not behind the test? How can I say that God is not behind the trial or tribulation? Where is he going to get it from? He, I've heard people preach recently, well-known people preach recently, that God is the one that, that uses things from the devil to teach you something. I'm like, you've got to be crazy. So you're trying to tell me an almighty God is bankrupt enough that he has to use the adversary to be able to teach you something that could kill you in the process before you learn the lesson. Get out of here. Am I talking against them? Did I cut off the whole thing and say, mm, I ain't receiving none of that? No, I kept watching. You want to know why? Because after they said that, the rest of what they said was on point. It's just that little, little mm, okay. They would talk about Paul. Paul, you know, the, the prophet, the apostle, he was, you know, 
He had prayed three times that God, you know, he had a messenger, a messenger from Satan that came to buffet him. Why did the messenger from Satan come to buffet Paul? Because Paul was getting so many much revelation. He kept buffering him, buffered him, buffeting him to try to keep him to stop, to get him to stop. To get him to stop doing what? Seeking God. What's the first, you ever pray for somebody and hear somebody say this? I pray to God and God did hear my prayer. Now I'm mad at God. That is the dumbest thing, but we all have done it at some point in time. I'm mad at God. Because if God was so great, he'd have saved my grandmama. If God was so great, my child wouldn't have died. If God was so great, if God was so great, if God was so great, ain't got nothing to do with that. You don't know all the factors behind that. God is not the one who's tempting you. How do you know? He says God is, is not is incapable of being tempted. Neither does, neither does he tempt anyone with evil. But every person, every person is tempted when he or she is drawn away, enticed, baited by his or her own evil desires, lust or passions. So if you want to know why you're being tempted, the adversary is only going to tempt you in three areas. And he's going to tempt you in areas where he already knows that you are weak in. Or he's going to tempt you in areas where he used to get you before. Man, I, oh, man, I know. Oh, I, she's so prideful. She's so envious. Oh, I'm on. I'm going to get her. Yeah, yeah. You know you look better than him. And he's going to do it with thoughts, suggestions. You know you look better than her. I don't know why she's up there. You ought to be up there. You are more spiritual than she is. Mm, you could preach better than he can. Mm, that should be you. Mm, mm, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to go do something else. Did God tell you to do it? No, but I just believe, did God tell you to do it? Well, I sense, no, no, no. Did God tell you to do it? Well, they trying to, did God tell you to do it? Because your own, he's only going to tempt you in areas where you have desires and where you have passions. So you could be passionate about some something, and this is what the, this is what the adversary would do. Callan, come here. Uh, Julian, come here for a second. I'm gonna tell you. When you first stand on the word, come here. Right here. Hey, this is Minister Julian. Anyway, when you first stand on the word, this is this is how the adversary is. Act like you're walking towards. He's going to re, he's trying to resist you from getting in the word, right? Because now you're trying to push forward. But if he can't resist you, you're going to keep pushing forward. Okay. But she's passionate about an area. Well, if I couldn't stop her, I'm going to get behind her and I'm going to push her. So y'all see the difference? If he can't stop you, you really need to do it. You really need to do it. You really, you really, you really, to the point you stop listening to God. To the point you you are so passionate about thanks man you're so passionate about it that you are no longer listening to god's direction on how to do it now you're just driven i'm just driven to make sure that they don't go against my rights i'm just driven to make sure that this person i'm just driven and he'll push you right out of god's perfect will for your life and he told me to tell you 
There's so many people who are doing that today. Can sit with this corona deal. You are deceived. You are so passionate about it that you cannot even hear God to tell you how you're supposed to respond. So the adversary is pushing you out of position. And he's using your own passions and desires to do it. It started off as a thought. But you meditated on it so long that now you, it's, that desire is so strong that you have, it has birthed something in you. And when, that, when you give birth to that sin or that thought or that theory, he says, you are full, when it becomes fully mature, you step out in what it is that you believe, even though it started off as, I just, I'm just trying to stay, I want to stand against it. How do you stand against it? You submit to God, resist the devil with the word in faith, he'll flee. But people are not doing that. He says what people are doing is they heard something they didn't like. It went against what it is they already thought. It went against what it is they believed. They was passionate to stand against initially from I'm going to stand against the evil on it. Now I'm standing against people. Now I'm just rebelling against this. I'm rebelling against that. I'm rebelling. And the adversary used to resist you when you was trying to, to resist him from a spiritual standpoint. But then you got off into your flesh and now you're just, he's driving you through your own passions, and you cannot see it. You are self-deceived. Why is he going to use, drive you out of your own, use your own passions against you? To get you out of the will of God. You surrender your, your, the, the pulpit on, your, on places where you've been working at. You submitted your positions of authority in, in, in your community and all kinds of different places because you are self Seed. No temptation comes from God. God did not tell you to do that. Your own, the adversary used your own passions against you. How do you think people murder people? How do you think people commit adultery? He uses your own passions against you. And he pushes you right out of the will of God. He says, but it could turn around today. You're pushing your whole family away. Your family don't want to hear nothing from you. So, you so you've been so stagnant about this, the vaccine, stagnant about, the, about the, the, the guidelines and all that, that you have allowed the adversary to push you right out of position. And your family can't receive nothing from you. That's not love. You stop looking at the, the root behind it and you start attacking people and you have, you have lost. You've lost, the, you might've won the battle, but you have lost the war. And in this new season that we're stepping into, everything is to be motivated by love. Everything is to be motivated by love. Today, everything is supposed to be motivated by love. Everything is motivated by love. Do we hate people? No. Do we agree with everybody? No. I can love you.